Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. In today's episode, I'm with Sierra McCleave. She lives in Utah, Salt Lake City, and runs two successful restaurants. In today's episode, we talk about mindset, motivation, business, and the current situation with COVID-19 and much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 Tune in. Waiting for her to join. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, we did it. Oh wow, it works. Okay, it's super clear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, imagine. That was a 30 minute photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But, um, what we were saying was, uh, like, of what you're working on, and you you got two businesses. Yeah. What kind of got you into what you do, like in this in the hospitality industry and what you're doing? So, um, strange. It's very strange. I get asked, "Did you always want to be a baker? Is it your dream? Are you living your dream?" And I'm like, "No, I did not want to be a baker ever." and I can I can bake like four things really super well but other than that I'm not really great baker um but I always wanted to own my own business uh very entrepreneurial from a young age like I remember like making my own um lawn mowing poster when I was younger and like hand making cards and cutting them out and like sticking oh wow sticking them (laughs) in like the neighborhood when I was young like probably like third grade um So I knew I always wanted to own a business and, uh, in Utah, in the U S there's like this really weird 
phenomenon that happened like 10 years ago. There's these soda shops. So it's soda pop. And then you do all these add-ins of syrups and purees and fresh lime and all this stuff. And so it started popping up like 10 years ago where I lived and I watched them and I kind of like figured out their revenue per customer and maybe their overhead. And I was like, I can do that. I can do that. And they, and they, it took them about four years and then they really popped off. And so anyway, I was going to do that because I wanted to own my own business. And then I tried kolaches, which is a Czech pastry. Have you ever heard of a kolache before? Never heard of one, no. Czech pastry, it's usually sweet. Tried one for the first time and was blown away. Couldn't stop thinking about it. And at the time, the soda shops weren't doing any food. They were doing cookies. Mm. So I wanted a good differentiator of like actual actual food. So savory and sweet. And um, decided to do that. And I quickly learned here that the kolaches, it was the more unique thing. A little bit more fun. It wasn't really in Utah at the time um there's certain parts of the u.s where there's heavy czech influence that you'll find them texas and the midwest right um and anyway so that's how that started <laughs> so now wow. i make cinnamon rolls orange rolls kolaches um we do beignet we're doing beignets this weekend so a french type donut that's really nice. really good and um then a, f- a few years ago i have a business partner named ethan we did some shaved ice shacks Um, He was really young, like when he was in high school, and um, we decided we were either going to need to open like six of those or maybe do something different. So we decided I really still wanted to to take a big stab at the soda shop game. I'm very competitive. And so I said, hey, let's do a soda shop in Salt Lake, which is the um, capital of Utah. And uh, and yeah, so. That's how that's that's how that happened. So that's seven years with Dotties and four years with Thirst. Wow, that's awesome. So they both do the same, like kind of similar food. So we both do drinks, but Thirst is just a drink shop. I kind of switched over Dotties to mainly a bakery, but I still right. do drinks a little bit just because I have all this stuff. But we're we're definitely primarily a kolache bakery. That's awesome. Someone wants to come visit. Come visit anytime. Come visit the shop. It sounds so delicious. That's, that's my that's my girlfriend. Yeah, we'll have to do it. We'll have the boat. We'll have to you come guys over. Can come yeah. out to the states, please. Mm. It'd be so fun. Um, yeah, so that's, how, that's how we got into it. And uh, yeah, I I wouldn't have been able to do the drink shop without a business partner. Though it's just too much. And he's just he's a younger kid. Uh, just incredible amount of hustle. His name's mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And you'll see him all over the Thirst Instagram. Uh, and he and Rachel have done a really good job of building that up. And we're, we're starting our second, we're working on our second location for that one. So oh, wow. we're about four or five weeks out. So that's what we're working on right now. That's amazing. And like, do you, so at the minute with what's happening, how are you operating? Are you kind of doing like a drive through thing or like pick and collect or what? Yeah, so fortunately, both places already had a drive-through, and when yeah. I opened, when I I added on to our building at Dottie's, and our revenue jumped like two hundred percent. And I yes. mean, it was very small. That sounds like incredible. I mean, it was very small at the time, but it was big for us, and it's grown since. Because our our primary customer are between twenty-two to forty-year-old moms. Mm. Um, that don't want to get out of the car. So both places had drive-throughs, and fortunately, Ethan really hustled 
uh, for Thirst on creating an app for us. And it launched two weeks prior to all this hitting us locally here. And oh, wow. so we were set up for curbside uh, very, very well. And it's just, we I feel super blessed and lucky because we've been some of the places that's been able to stay open and we've been just so busy and had a lot of support. It's been incredible. That's amazing. But like, what I was saying to you earlier is that like, um, you're super busy. Like I've never seen anyone on my Instagram so busy. Like I go, I go on your story and you're playing the guitar and then you're baking and then you're like making a gym in your garage and then you're, you're driving and then, it could be a problem. It could be, <laughs> it could be a problem. I don't know. Yeah. And, and it kind of is what it is right now. I've actually thought a lot about this a lot. Like, is this what I want to be doing? But I feel very fulfilled in it. Yeah. And it's definitely something where you have to have really good communication. Like I have to have really good communication with my husband and with my kids. Cause the times when it's been the hardest is when I feel like I'm, I've dropped the ball with them. Um, that's when it's the most like gut wrenching and difficult to do. But if we're all on the same page and we're good, then it's a lot easier. Um, but it is quite busy. It's it's kind of a hustle. But I, for the most part, most of the time, enjoy yeah. it. I guess, or I wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but it is But like you said, you um, you have your passion for it and it doesn't like necessarily feel like work when it's something you love. That's a, you know, there's going to be hard times with it. It is. And it's interesting too, because for actually a really long time, I legitimately was like, I think something's wrong with me. <laughs> cause I was like, <laughs> I, I really had a lot of self-reflection about it because you know, like, and I think that I think this is just like a maturity and growing up thing, but you, you kind of are influenced by those around you. And you think about like, maybe I should be doing that that way, or I should be, maybe I should be at home with my kids all the time. Uh, maybe I should be doing this and that and the other thing. And then when I finally was like, what do I want? What's going to make me happy so that I can be the best person for the people who are closest to me. Then I finally was like, okay, it's fine. And I get to decide how my life looks and it like, and it might not look like other people's and that's totally okay. And so that's, but it really was like a mental challenge for me for a while. I was just like, I don't know. I shouldn't be wanting to like go start businesses and like, and I don't know why that was a thing for me, but it's much, I'm in a much better place with it now. And once I finally like was like, no, I get to decide, I get to write the story and it doesn't matter. And it's okay. If it's not like anyone else's that's close to me, that's okay. Um, it was super freeing. And that's kind of that, that kind of gave me a whole new energy about it too. So, yeah, no, it's amazing what you're doing. I mean, to run two businesses, have a family, and you know, keep on doing that whilst doing like you know, making a gym and you know, like all around multitasking. It's um, I think that's oh, that's very generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, I feel crazy most of the time, but it is what it is, and we just try to get through it and like. I think we're all just trying to figure out what makes us happy. And that's, it's part of the journey, you know, Yeah, it's part of it. But, um, what, so we were talking a little bit earlier too, and I asked you kind of how you got into, we talked about how you got into Gary Vee. Yeah. And, um, you said you found one of his videos on YouTube. And so what, tell me about 
because I'm, I'm behind on my podcasts because I've had some staffing issues. So I don't know if you've mentioned this in your podcast before. I'm sure you have. But do you have like day job that you do as well? And then you're working, you're side hustling like your podcast and your life coaching and you're launching all these things. Is that how you're doing it? Or are you full time yet doing the coaching and stuff? I, I'm basically, with everything that's happened, I was in work. I was working and I was kind of doing this on the side. And then from what's happened with this, I'm like, you know, I have to work at the minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm basically focusing on my coaching, setting up my website. And then I've, yeah, I've been doing that. And I'm, I pull up energy into the podcast. Yeah. And then I pull a lot of energy into, you know, doing what I've enrolled on the course. So I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing like, you know, a couple of things. And these, these are my, these are my passions. And these are things that, I have always kind of wanted to spend more time on, but because our repping and then when I spend more time on, but because of the work I've been doing, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. The video is just chopping up a little. Yeah. You know, I haven't always had the time to do it because I've always been in hospitality and hotels. It's very unsociable hours. Whereas now with this happening, it gives me that time and that focus to really, you know, focus on it and do it. Yeah. It's kind of given me, I think, a lot of drive, you know, to, you know, work for myself. That's something I want to do mm-hmm. and to follow my passion. Yeah. Well, I love it. And one thing I, it's been fun because we connected on one of D-Rock's posts, I think. And it's yeah. been a we said we were trying to set this up. And I love to see how hard you're going on it because like, it's difficult. I've been talking about a podcast since we opened Thirst. Like I told Ethan, I was like, yo, we should record all of our conversations and have them and push it out to podcasts and people can follow yeah. the entire story, but I didn't yeah. do it. And I know how much work goes into it. So I think it's awesome that you're diving into it and like making really good use of the time because when, when else are we going to have this time? Yeah. And I think just watching you be so consistent at it is like, it's really super inspiring to me. And I, I was really stoked to come on and chat with you about it. So good job and keep it up. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It oh, really, God. really means a lot. It really means a lot. And I think it's inspired, you know, you inspired me by what you're doing as well on your, on your side of things. And, you know, like, so it's, it's that, yin, it's that, you know, balance, isn't it? It's that, um, it's how we should be in the world. We should be, inspiring other people we should be following our passion you know because it it helps other people uh, you know around the world and i know sometimes we we don't think of that necessarily do we right and that's how and that's how it should be yeah well one thing i've really liked about this like right when i I, right when i posted on d-rocks the night before I had told my husband, I was like, I really want to do some more podcasts and like lives and stuff. I've always considered myself an introvert, but the last five weeks has really made me realize I'm way more of an extrovert than I ever thought. So I'm like, I'm just going to like try to do a lot more Instagram lives, like a few times a week and jump on podcasts. And like the next day was D-Rock's post and you and I connected. And then since then it's been quite a few and it's been, that's been the most fun that I've had in a long time working on my personal brand stuff and like 
it, and it's just filled me up so much. And, and I've talked to a lot of people who are inspiring and positive and that's helped through all this. So I'm hoping that it will help other people too, just like you're saying. And I think it's a good time to reflect on that. It's good to get, I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And I do think we should yeah. focus on it more when everything goes back to normal, if there's ever a normal again, but I had a couple other questions for you, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, no, I would love to hear. I know that I think we have read probably a lot of the same books and I haven't read any in a while or listened to them, but I want to hear like maybe your top two books that you always yeah. recommend and, or maybe your top two podcasts. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I would say that the first good book I read was that Thinking Grow Rich. Yeah. So which good. is, I think, a classic which, you know, we all should read at some point. Absolutely. Um, Napoleon Hill, mm -hmm. which is really good. And I, I finished reading um, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. Everything is what? Figureoutable. Oh, okay. And she she's a life coach and she's worked as like a dance coach for MTV and she's done a lot. Okay. That was a really good book. Awesome. I've never heard of that one. I'm glad to have a new one. Everything is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and podcast, I would say Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, I don't like, I haven't subscribed to his yet, but I, I follow Joe Rogan on my Instagram. So I'll see all the little excerpts sometimes. And there's some of them with certain guests that I'll pop on, but I, I like his stuff a lot. I actually need to dive into a lot of his podcasts soon, but definitely follow him on the ground. Yeah, he's, he's good. And I like, um, I listen to quite a lot of Gary V's one. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of like, I think a lot of these are kind of being converted from his seminars and stuff and they've kind of been put into his podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. But there's um, a lot of them out there. What's that? So there's a lot of them out there. There's that many podcasts out there. It's the when I started. Like, when did you first dive into podcasts? Because I st I was listening to podcasts probably like six years ago. When, yeah. When did I start? Yeah. Start listening to them. Do you remember? I'd say probably two ago. Listen to them properly. It cut out one more time. Two years ago. Two years ago. Awesome. The first one I really got into that I, the only one I listened to for forever was Tim Ferriss show. Have you listened to Tim that? Ferriss. I've got one of his books actually. Four hour work week. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Have you read it yet? I've not read it. No. <laughs> Ooh, it's delicious. It's so good. It's so, so good. Yeah. Tom tank has a question for you. Guys, can I Tom Tank, anything is possible, but I'm not I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim one um, on Instagram Live. So he's one of my friends. What you will. He's one of my friends, he's probably messing about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But um what are your favorite books, would you say? If like two of your favorite books. All right. My two favorite books, if we're talking self-help, is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Have you dived into mm. Jocko, Jocko's stuff yet? No, I've never heard of him. Oh. Good. This is, if this is the only thing that ever comes of our friendship, Adam, 
<laughs> this is it. Extreme ownership yeah. by Jocko Willink changed my life. It is so good. Um, he is on. Uh, he, you'll you'll see him pop up on Tim Ferriss's stuff and all over now. He's a um, let's see, is he a Marine? Hang on, he's super hardcore. I don't I don't want to get it wrong. He is yeah. an army guy. The book's amazing, and he talks. He'll he'll take stories from the army, and then translate them to business. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so flipping good, and the audio is really good too. I do audio book because he is like the like stereotypical like alpha army guy, like super deep voice. Like <laughs> he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. So Jocko Willink, extreme ownership, I'll check, and then I'll check him out. What's that? I'll check him out. Okay. The second one I would say that I recommend the most right now as far as like nonfiction would be You Are a Badass by Jen Sincher Sincherno. Sincher oh, come on. Oh, I've got her book. I've got her book, actually. That one's so good. Audio too. Do audio book with her and Jocko Willink because they both read their own books. And yeah. Badass, like you can just, her personality is so amazing. It's so fun to listen to. Very easy. I've listened to it several times. Uh, both of them, but those are my top two nonfiction that I've listened to multiple times. Love it. It's pretty good to listen to the audio side of it, isn't it? I tried, I gave my brother that um, Neil deGrasse Tyson book, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the astrophysicist. I've heard the name. I, I tried to listen to the audio whilst reading it, but he was talking that fast. I lost track where I was and I was like, oh, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it def you definitely have to have like a good a good person reading it because there's been some where I know the book's like way good, but the person reading it, I'm just like I can't do this, I can't. and I bounce out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, let's see what else. Any other topics we want to go? We want to dive into today. Yeah. Who who would you say like your role models are? Ooh, role models. Um. Oh goodness. Good question. Role models. I have some. Oh my gosh, so many. Let's see. Or like, or like people that kind of like inspire you to do like what you do or keep you going. Mm -hmm. It could be like, or like any or famous people or. Um, I really got into um a lot of Steve Jobs like speeches and stuff. Um. As far as his management style, you know, people could probably debate that a little bit, but just like his innovation, <laughs> you know, like one of the things he says is something like, like, I don't want, we have to tell, we have to teach customers what they want, basically, is the summary of it, is uh, don't, don't listen to what people are wanting right now, but think ahead, basically. I love that. Um, yeah. I, I'm a big Ayn Rand fan, which can be very debatable between who you're talking to or whatever. But uh, she's probably my favorite author uh, of fiction that right. gets scared, gets very scarily close to nonfiction, in my opinion. But she was an author in like the 1940s and 50s and wrote Atlas Shrugged, which is my favorite fiction book. Um, and just super way ahead of her time. Love that. Um, and then I would probably say I have just like some local ones, like 
my friend uh, Tammy owns a cookie company in Salt Lake called Ruby Snap. She's owned it and been hustling for like 12 years, just on her own, crushing it, got all of her cookies into um, grocery stores in like three to five states, I think. And just the nicest lady. So hers is Ruby Snap Cookies at Ruby Snap. Um, a mega inspiration to me and has like took me under her wing. She lets me bake and sell her cookies at my bakery and that uh, we connected via email and just like, she would be one that if you could ever get on your podcast, it would be incredible yeah. and you would learn so much. And I always learn so much when I talk to her, but there's probably awesome. quite a few more, but those are probably my top ones. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So got some questions down here how did you start your business i covered that in the beginning a little bit um elliot so this will post and you could listen there this is my my younger brother is it awesome yeah yeah yeah. like you do you do i think i do what i do because it's what gary b always says dna and i'm passionate about it about business and creating where is it like are you more focused on and so i'm very focused on health and wellness over, there's been a lot going on the last year, so I've really dived into that this last year, and uh, balancing family and business. <laughs> and I'm doodling. I have my notebook that I doodle in because otherwise the table would be shaking because I'd be fidgeting. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What are you hoping? Um, are, are you hoping to get a whole bunch of courses on your on your website as well as like what's kind of your big vision for your personal brand and stuff? Yeah, I the goal that I want to do is you know I want to do my coaching um, with myself, but then I think like the bigger side of it is having like my own course almost, kind of like having my own package where I can you know do in, deliver courses. Um, have my own podcast, like my own studio on the side. But you know, yeah, have like a course and do public, you know, public speaking and things like that in the future. And have a have like a, you know a course that people can access and can download and and have and use really. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Are you, doing, like, are you are you pushing any of these or anything else out to YouTube right now? Is your YouTube up and running yet? I, it's very early stages. YouTube. I I I put. I did an Instagram live with somebody a few weeks ago and I recorded it and put that on there. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just starting out on YouTube really. And I'm just starting out on TikTok. I've just kind of, TikTok's TikTok. quite new for me. It's a bit crazy. <laughs> um, so I'm just kind of been doing videos where I talk, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, I don't know, life or certain things, but mm-hmm. it's a very mixed audience, TikTok, but I've seen, I've seen a lot of people use it who you wouldn't think of, you know, using it. Like people who do self-defense and stuff, doing talk mm-hmm. and videos on it. So, I mean... It's so versatile. I think that, you know, a lot of people are still in the mindset that's like young. It's for young, young kids just dancing. But there's so much you can do on it. And uh, I love it. My friend made yeah. me a shirt the other day because I mentioned it in my story, surviving on TikTok and caffeine. And uh, that's my motto for the last five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I love that. And I think just like pushing it out and seeing what happens, I think that will be good on both YouTube and TikTok. It's a lot though. It's a lot to do. Like I, I really want to get more like a YouTube vlog type thing going. And I think the only way I can do it is to outsource the editing and stuff to someone on Fiverr because that's the only way I can logically think about doing it. Cause I don't want to spend the time editing and number one, I can, but yeah. I want, my dream is to like do something like this, send it out to Fiverr, have them cut yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. and then I can push it out all over. And that's kind of what I'm going to try to do, but we'll see if it happens. I don't know. It, it does take a lot of time to do and process um, videos and content, especially I think on TikTok, it's, it's like on Instagram, you, you do a video, you got to filter there. You can, you've got a filter, you've got soundtrack, you can edit your voice. You can, yep. you can do so much that you can't do on other platforms. Yep. And as well, like the, the traffic on it at the minute is through the roof. Yes. I think yep. Instagram has still got people on it, but I don't think there's a, there's as much as it, it used to, used to be. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I think it's definitely been up the last three to four weeks. I was telling someone the other day, like, I, I really do think right now, even still right now, but definitely like a week ago, if someone had just barely starting an Instagram account, it's like one of the best times because it's almost a restart because there's so much attention. And if you had a little bit of money to push out ads, yeah. the ads were, the ad price dropped on both Facebook and Instagram. So it's like a good time to push it out and just like, it's almost like a restart which has been fun. We've been trying to push out a lot for Dotties and Thirst. Um, I, I should have yeah. done more. I should have done more paid, but uh, it is what it is. But I'm glad you're doing stuff. I'm glad you're diving into it and just doing it. Yeah, no, same, same to you. Yeah. It's been fun. TikTok right now for me is just messing around and just like having fun. It's my, mm. my TikTok is ridiculous. It's, it's all over the place. So I might, do, I might do another more businessy one, but as of right now, it's just ridiculousness and it's fun. Yeah, no, so do you, do you use LinkedIn at all? Are you, have you connected, have you uh, set up a profile on LinkedIn? I have known that I should for like four years and I just haven't taken the time to sit down and do that. I have a really hard time with like sitting down and doing administrative like stuff on the computer and to me that's kind of what it is because i got to set up a profile and do it but i know i should i know i have i even have past videos that would do pretty well there uh, yeah. ethan ethan does really well on linkedin he's made really good connections he's booked catering events on linkedin oh, wow so like i know i need to get on there but i just haven't yet. have you been on there for a while i i've started using it the past couple of months quite a lot and most of the people i have met are off LinkedIn for my podcast. Really? Oh, that's cool. I mean, I have a profile. I've had one for a while. I had one probably like eight, nine years ago. It's still active, so it's not, not updated. But yeah. I know I need to actually make it a thing. I'm just like, man, it's one more thing. I know I need to do it. So maybe I will take that as a challenge from you, Adam. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll dive into LinkedIn <laughs> and you can check with me in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah of course. It's is a crazy yeah. There's a crazy amount of traffic on LinkedIn at the minute. Like organic reach and stuff is pretty high, um, and it's good for businesses as well. And it, you can connect with you know like yourself in in the in the line of work that you do. I'm sure there's other people out there on there doing what you do. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I will check it out. I will dive what? into it. Yeah. What would you say? Um, 
would you ever go into like uh, any other side of what you do, like catering? Would you ever thought about doing different food or? Um, I would not open another food restaurant. I would not yeah. do any. Other, I wouldn't do any other food or beverage. Probably. I mean, I won't say never, but that's not yeah. the path I would take. We are doing. We were doing a significant amount of catering for thirst. Uh, before this, then this, it killed our thirst line. Like our catering line is dead right now. It'll pick back up eventually. Mm. Um, so definitely catering. Catering is nice because, you know, the price per head, you can manage your labor and cost much better. Um, and definitely wholesale. I wholesale a lot of my stuff from Dottie's to other businesses like cinnamon rolls. I, I'll do frozen cinnamon rolls that they can bake. So coffee shops really like it. Our yeah. savory like sausage, egg, cheese, cream cheese, bacon, jalapeno breakfast or lunch rolls I will wholesale so I'm really thinking about wholesale right now um again because you can manage your labor and costs much better uh and so that as far as like staying kind of within the category that's what I would do I I want for my personal stuff I want to do more I really enjoy like conversations like this as well as like consulting type stuff I sometimes yeah. am talking to other business owners and giving unsolicited advice because I'm so excited yeah. and hyped up on it. So I yeah. do want to do like a little bit of, uh, I want to try like some consulting and, and see how that goes. I think I could like really, really dig that and come in for like a short period of time, give some steps, check back in, give mm -hmm. some more steps and then, you know, not have to actually be there doing the day to day, I think could be interesting and fun, but mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see where it goes. Yeah, for sure. Do, do you like, do you ever, do you sell overseas? Like, if you've got a website, would you sell, would you ever think about selling things overseas? I would love to. I, I really want to figure out shipping these frozen. Um, I just need to, I just need to dive into it. Um, I mean, if we're talking about what I do currently, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um other things overseas for sure. I, I have, I have this idea that I want to do a kind of a spin-off piggyback brand off of our thirst brand. Yeah. Talking about that a little bit with some apparel, but um, anyway, I've been talked to a lot. A lot of people really want us to sell our frozen cinnamon rolls or frozen beignets and ship them um, because they're so popular. I just got to figure that out. It's just a little bit tricky and I just haven't yeah. had the time to do it, but I think there could be a big opportunity with that and a big opportunity if I could figure that out to get them into big, like wholesale centers, like over here, there's Costco and Sam's club. And that yeah. would be like the big dream, I guess, if I could figure that out. Do you guys have yeah. like, what's, do you know what that is over here? Costco and Sam club? Yeah, we've got, we've got a Costco, in the UK, and in, select, cool. in selected places, there's these bulk buy places. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that could be, I, I think that would be very interesting to do. And, and my, I think I know enough people now that I think I could have some connections to at least get a meeting with some of those people. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Because um, I know, like, I don't know what the margin is with Amazon. So I know Amazon have a lot of companies that where they sell their their products. Mm -hmm. um, I need to look into that for sure. Because with with the internet today and stuff, it's pretty 
yeah, the the opportunities out there are pretty crazy. It is. But with your with your business, like, how many people do you have? Like, how many employees do you have? Any, you know, would you say? So at, that, Dottie's, really? at, at Dottie's, we're about let's see, at Dottie's we're about twelve right now. We've lost a couple um, over the last few weeks, so we're backfilling those. And then at Thirst, we're at like we're at like twenty five to twenty eight. What people? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. So, and it's just, it's really good staff. Like when I first moved here, a lot of the local community said, oh, you're not going to be able to find afternoon staff. The high school kids don't know how to work. And they've been the ones that have stayed. They've been the ones that have just like, they'll start their sophomore year and go through senior year. And they've been amazing. So like, we've been really, we try to be really deliberate about our process and always said like employee satisfaction is going to be the foundation. Mm even before customer satisfaction, because that translates to it. So we've really tried to hire super well, create a clear expectation, and then just really have open communication and try to create a really close knit group. And I think that we've done it really well at both places. I think that there's probably some areas that we can do better and we're always open to that, but it's been overall really good. And and our retention rate for the, for the business that we're in, our retention rate is actually really quite high compared to the industry. Yeah, no, that's good that you've got that because I mean, in, in hospitality, it's uh, staff turnover is crazy. Um, yes. In places I've, some places I've worked, uh, we went through how many managers. We must have had three managers in the space of like six months and four or five head chefs in the space of six months. Um, we have people on agency and that is the trade, but it's just crazy when you're trying to like work and especially when it's busy, you don't know whether you should, uh, get attached to someone and get to know them because they might be gone tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had, I had acquired a wholesale account in park city. So big, big skiing town in Utah, very famous skiing, Utah, skiing town in the United States. Yeah. But, um, and I don't know what was going on over there, but same thing. They're there. They went through like three or four head chefs in like two months. So I was getting orders from different people every week. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, It's not good. And that's what I knew. Like I came from a background, a sales background, and I'm super grateful for the experiences. I, I'm glad I learned to sell. I think that's important in all aspects of life. Um, yeah. I'm grateful for it, but the I after leaving that company, I knew there were some company culture things I wanted to be very specific about when starting my own business and like how I wanted to feel and look. And so we've been trying to be really deliberate about that from the beginning and have that be also a differentiator, like that people know when they come to a window, like our team's actually genuinely happy. They're not faking it. Yeah. And um, like our slogan at Thirst is, thirst happy drinks and treats and when you're greeted there you're, you, we say hi welcome to thirst and when they leave we say have a happy day and uh you would not believe like the amount of like yelp reviews or comments about that how that just like really connects with people and it's all because I, it was all just like planned from the beginning and we we have to it's something we have to continually be deliberate about with regular team meetings and giving a lot of praise and 
like correcting when necessary and like just making sure it's balanced and making sure the team feels really validated and heard. And so it's something we're constantly working on. It's super important. It's really nice that you do that because I think, you know, a lot of corporations don't do that. They don't, you know, you're just kind of a cog in the, in the machine that's, Yes. You know, trying to re, trying to profit the company and X Y Z, and you're not. A lot of people aren't praised, and I think that's a, an important thing because mm-hmm. I think if, when you feel valued in what you do, you you want to stay there. You want to do the best that you can. Absolutely. Yep. Because like, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Because when I, I worked in a hotel, and the, and the boss of the hotel would come in, he, he you know he knew your name, he talked to you. And um, he's a highly successful person, and he would come in and really nice guy down to earth, and it made that it made that difference. It just broke the broke the ice, mm-hmm. and made you happier in your work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, it makes a big difference, and it's something I don't know. It's something you have to stay on top of because there's definitely been times when it, it's drifted a little bit, and there's maybe some more gossiping or backbiting, and I've just learned like. I have to really nip that in the bud and like really make sure they understand the expectation and address any issues right away. Otherwise it turns into something that can fester and almost become cancerous. And, and I've learned a couple of those lessons the hard way, but fortunately I think we do a pretty good job of like staying on top of that. Now it's something that's super important to me. So I'm always kind of watching for it. Yeah. But, um, and we can definitely do better, but it's something that I try to keep a pulse on for sure. Oh, thank yeah. you, Juan. I did. I did read that. Thank you very much, Juan and Elliot. Thank you for translating. I know un poquito espanol, so I, I, I got that one. Thank you. <laughs> very nice. But well, um, Adam, anything else we should go over here? Yeah, I did have a few questions in my head. Um, I had some written down. Let me find them. What, what, what would you say? Are like the hard like how how do you deal with like um being a boss like how how is anything do you, do you ever get like um how how do you deal with stress like how how do you deal with it all so like what what's your downside how do you like kind of manage that yeah um that's a good question so I think when you posted on D Rock's thing were you, did you post I'm looking for people uh, like with a business journey or a fitness journey. Wasn't that, was that you? I I think I put, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I'm looking to like, if anyone wants to be on it. And then I'm doing like coaching if anyone's interested. Okay. So the way that I deal with stress, like there a year ago, it, it was really bad with like really bad stress with some personal stuff going on and business. And I was like, I'm going to like, I'm literally going to lose it if I don't change something. So I started just taking walks to start off with. And that turned into two walks a day because sometimes the stress was more. And then that turned into um, eventually um, also working on my eating. And then that turned into CrossFit. And uh, I added some counseling as well to help with all that because I needed to, I really, I really at one point deployed everything that I knew by myself to Mm -hmm. do it. So I started exercising 
I started meditating again. I got a counselor. I started playing music again. That's a very good outlet for me. So guitar playing. Um, and ended up losing, I've lost like 45 pounds um, and really developed some good habits. So I, I'm almost at 365 days of exercise every day. I'm like four weeks away. Um, so I'm going to try to celebrate that somehow. So if you have any ideas, I'm thinking about making some stickers or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Awesome. Um, so that's what I do. Like I have to, I, and I have a routine, like my husband and family know I'm going to work out every single day and it's either going to be a walk, a bike ride or run or CrossFit in the garage or at CrossFit when I'm still open. Um, and then I'll try to, I, I definitely, I've been meditating every night for like the last three weeks. I've done it off and on a lot over the last couple of years. And I find the results of that. I don't know if you meditate, but like Mm. the results of that for me were so good. Like I could go four days and still feel the effects of it. And now that I'm doing it every single day, it's been game changing over the last three weeks. Like there's been some stuff that's come up out of over the last three weeks that I think probably a year ago I would have bounced. I would have stopped everything. Yeah. And, uh, I've been able to recover quicker. So that's a really long answer for that. But there, I've had to deploy <laughs> because it is so stressful. Like I've had to deploy like just, everything so i do all that now i do counseling once a week yeah, i've done yeah. that for like six months that's been amazing meditating now so and i just i have to and i feel so much better and i can tell like what's the coolest thing about the fitness part of it and the mental health is now like when i'm stressed out instead of going and grabbing like a bag of chips like i was stress eating for sure like i will crave like a heavy lifting workout that's been really cool that's been just like a really cool personal like achievement for me is like craving that instead of the other mm. what about you awesome. what do you do what are you, what are some things that you do for stress yeah no it's really i'm saying what, what you said is amazing like, as well but um what do i do i i like to I, I used to do crossfit when before this happened and then i've always enjoyed running i've always enjoyed you know working out so i i will you know, listen to music, I'll play video games, mm -hmm. go running, and read, really. Yeah. You know, I, all my friends are back in Nottingham, you know, up country where I used to live. So I speak to them on the PlayStation and stuff. But yeah. I, I think exercise helps a lot, exercise and having that routine. Yes, routine for sure. Yeah, I'd, I would I would say you know exercise helps me deal with stress a lot, especially especially with what's been happening, and as well as well um, I just thought of it. It's probably like you know doing things like this, and um, making content and, and doing podcasts because I know that you're growing in yourself. You know, even by us doing this, you're growing as a person doing that. And, and reaching out and just pushing yourself out there more mm -hmm. and connecting yeah. with all the people. That's one thing too. I've noticed that a lot. Like when I, when I started setting up some of these lives and stuff, it definitely filled my cup to connect with people with similar mindset, doing different things, like different aspects of life, like learning from them. That's definitely something that's helped a lot over the last five, six weeks. Cause when I lost like, when CrossFit stopped, they announced they were going to stop for a little while. I was very sad because my routine, like my routine was thrown off and I just like was sad. 
but they let us rent out equipment, which was amazing. And then they kept posting workouts. So we're doing these garage workouts. And then last week on Friday, they sent out an email saying they were closing permanently. And it was just like, I cried on my kitchen floor for like 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I was so sad because of the routine, because of the community of it. And the and so that was that the routine part's been the hardest part I think over the last five six weeks and then like also seeing all these small businesses who had to close down and haven't been able to open yet like I'm just like anxious for them and like trying to figure out I try to do local shoutouts all the time and like yeah I'm trying to like figure out ways that especially once they get open we can highlight but um I hope I hope. Are places opening back up there yet? Um, there's the only places open down here or kind of supermarkets, supermarkets, and you know, like the construction and like tools and like that kind of work, building work. Those kind of places are open. I think they're they're looking at probably opening businesses that are like quite small in in size like size wise building wise um it's very early days i mean i i haven't watched the i didn't i haven't looked at the news much today but i i can i can probably see you know cafes you know small small places really opening but like in the in this in the uk pubs you know like bars pubs are like a massive thing in the uk here and as well, a lot of people go to socialize. Where a lot of people go to, you know, to drink. So they're they think they're all about being closed till like December or something crazy like that. Um, I just don't know. Like, place they're not gonna be able to survive. I don't like. I don't know. I don't know. I I talked to my hairstylist the other day. She got me in through the back door. <laughs> it felt very. <laughs> it, felt, it felt very uh like. Sketchy. It was fine, but like, but this is a thing. Like, ugh, I, I thought about this. I'm just worried for those places. I'm so worried. I don't like. Yeah. I just think there's steps. I don't want to get into a whole political thing, but oh, it no, is no, crazy, course, yeah. and I worry about them. And I hope everyone can support them when they open back up. I hope they can open soon. Yeah. And, uh, it would just be rough. I feel so fortunate that we were able to stay open like in places haven't been and it's like it's been the craziest thing and like yeah. we would absolutely i would we would absolutely be out of business by now yeah. places being yeah. closed for four weeks we'd just be done yeah so. it's crazy it's crazy and i bet like you know you're grateful for your current situation and stuff because like i said a lot of people got it far worse and that's that's something i i always think about every day you know i get up in the morning and i'm like you know, where I live, you know, my family, my level of health, just everything. And I'm like, I'm just so grateful because the the people out there who are stuck in, you know, places like, you know, flats. And the big thing here is that people are going to the park because they've got nowhere else to go. And they're being told that they can't go to the park. Yeah. So it's difficult. It's going to have, I just, it's going to have lasting economical consequences and I think mental health consequences. Like if we yeah. don't start doing something and we're not, one thing that I have 
that's been amazing too, is seeing people in places get more creative. I've seen businesses have to pivot very quickly and that's been really fun. I think that's been energizing for a lot of them. Just they have to figure it out and solve a problem quickly. And I'm just hoping that we can get these places open back up and that people are doing more for their mental health now than ever because it's important. And I think that it's, you know, it, it can get, it's, it could get scary if people aren't deliberate about it. But Because we're all in this together, aren't we? And the thing is like, you know, we all got to kind of support each other because we're all people. We've all got our own mental health. We've all got our own things. Absolutely. Because I, I know like here, I'm in Cornwall, which is like the South coast of uh, England. And a lot of businesses here rely on tourism. Yeah. So yeah. this time of year, it's meant to be packed and the weather's quite nice as well. Yeah. And um, they said something crazy like, if this continues, they could lose like, you know, billion pounds. Yes. Oh, it's, but, but, I mean, I have seen a lot of restaurants and stuff around here doing um, like deliveries and uh-huh. shipping them out to people and helping the NHS, you know, people in hospitals and, and yeah. you know, so like you said, it's, it's how business turns it around, but it's not the easiest thing in the world, is it, I suppose, you know, to, to think of different ideas. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, it's a challenge to adapt, but hopefully people can and, and hopefully these places can just get opened up and, and get going again because yeah. I'm worried. But like, I think, you know, it's, it's a good time for, you know, to self-reflect and really, I mean, I talk about this quite a lot, you know, think about where you are and what, what you want in your life. You know, what, what is it we can learn? What, what can we do this time? Yeah. And that's what I said. There's been, there's been places that have shut down permanently and, and, I don't blame any business owner right now for really taking good inventory and saying like, do I want to continue? Cause right now, like it's way harder than ever anyway. And it is a good time to think about that and, and maybe change your plan a little bit. So that's why like any business owners who are choosing to close or are forced to close or whatever, like, I'm just like, I don't blame you. <laughs> like it's a good, yeah. I've thought about it. I've thought about it way more in the last five weeks. I'm just because like of the challenges and, and I've been able to stay open. We've had staffing challenges and like other things, but, um, but yeah, it's just crazy. I hope, I hope everyone can recover and, and continue to band together when, you know, yeah. throughout the whole thing, but. No, so, but good for you for like, you know, doing what you're doing and just keep on staying positive and things like that. Thank you. Same with you. I'm really excited to hear about some of your other podcasts and have you. Keep yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's something everyone needs right now. Like everyone needs mm-hmm. to hear um, about that mindset and about the stuff you're talking about, kind of your mental attitude and how to really, really, really work on flexing those muscles so that you can be, you can have fortitude and, and create mm-hmm. your own story in a positive way. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of negative, but I think we can definitely overcome it with, with more positive stuff if we keep talking about it and keep sharing it. So I'm thankful for all you're doing. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're very welcome. Um, you as well. Thank you. Well, we should definitely do a round two sometime. Yeah, yeah, of course.
Awesome. Well, I'm going to bounce. I got to go. We're going to go on a yes. hike with my kids, and it's nice. a sunny day, so I'm going to go try to get a sunburn. Nice. <laughs> it's been a while, but thank you yeah. so much for having me on, and um, if you can record it, I'll screen record mine, but if you get a yeah, good yeah. recording, let me know. Yeah, of course, I will. Awesome. Okay, thanks, Adam. It was nice to yeah. chat with you, and uh, let's sync up again soon. Yeah, of course. You take care. Have another day. Thank you. Hey, you too. See you. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Bye. Hi, I would just like to say a massive thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'm really, really grateful to be on this path and journey with you all. If you would ever like to provide feedback, you can do so by going on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or you can send me an email at thepositivitypodcast.gmail.com. All feedback is much appreciated. If you would like to donate anything at all, I have a Patreon account where you can donate a small amount and you get exclusive content from the podcast. Or I also have a PayPal if you would like to donate anything as well. Just a small gesture. And all donations all go towards the podcast and making it a better experience for you all. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes.